shoot pressure coming, taking a deep shot. Pierce is there. Pierce at the 10, 5, touchdown. 58 yards. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Chris Myers, Fox Sports, Andrew Cattle on CBS, respectively, the calls of the games this past weekend with the Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts, both winning, setting up a win and in game on Saturday night, which could potentially be for the AFC South if the Jaguars lose on the road in Tennessee on Sunday. But uh, at the very least, like winner absolutely clinches a, at least a wild card spot on Saturday night, Indy and Houston. We'll get to that game in a second. And over the course of the rest of the show, we will hit or attempt to hit every single game coming up week 18 in the NFL. Jake, bring the music up here, please. And Ken, let's talk about this game, this win and end game coming up on Saturday in Indianapolis. And uh, I was reading some D'Amico Ryans, the outstanding rookie head coach of the Texans, some of his quotes earlier today preparing for the show, and I just I couldn't agree with him more with something he said. You know, these two teams played back in week two in Houston. The Colts won that mm-hmm. game 31-20. Uh, Anthony Richardson was still the Colts' starting quarterback, and the Ryans' quote was like, I don't even recognize either of these teams. Yeah, so Richard there are, there are times game. in... Minshew yeah. came in and, and lit up the Texans. Like, that's the first Minshew good game. That's why we kept him starting, probably. And uh, there were a couple other instances of games we'll talk about this, but like Packers-Bears, who played it in Week yeah, 1. Yeah, that's a good one. Week 18. It's, Remember that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I, I was convinced off that game. I just go, oh, we were so right about both teams. And then, like, over the course of the entire rest of the season, I was like, I don't know if we're right about both teams. I don't really know. <laughs> so, I I can't I can't wait to talk about the betting. I think the betting market in that game is so interesting with the Bears at, I think in you Lambeau love the Field. Bears. That's my guess. I well, I Did would you probably never bet three and a half already. That's my guess. Uh, I didn't even know the. Th- I saw that there were like three and a halfs were yeah. about to pop, and I'm thinking like I would like to take that with Chicago, but also like I need to see Green Bay's injury report. Like, are they getting sure. everybody back? So I'm I'm waiting here before I figure oh, out what I want to do. If they get everybody back, if they get everybody back, it's gonna. You're definitely going to get the number. I might, if they get every back and like three and a half, four, I might bet Chicago. But I mean, it's it's three and a half already, and we don't know if if, if people are going to be back. It's like between. It's like three, now. It's like three point two five. But it was like it, there I, were three and a half, like one fifteens for like a, a bit today, just for a bit. Who? Of course, I would. Yeah, we'll we'll do that later. I just think yeah. I think that game's super interesting. Um, let's do this game now. Um, the Colts were favored earlier today. Now this is flipped, and Houston's a what? Just like a one-point favor. We just crossed through zero. So Houston, like a small road favorite in the game. The total here is forty-seven and a half. Uh, Ken Pen Pencil Blood or Blank. Gardner Minshew in the Colts. Shane Steichen in the Colts. C.J. Stroud in the Texans. Will Anderson in the Texans. D'Amico yeah. Ryan's and the Texans. <laughs> I mean, I, one of the, part of the answer has to be about awards. We'll do that after the game, I think. I have to talk about awards with this game. There's just so much going on. Uh, I, it's so funny, right? The Steelers play the Ravens. No one cares about the game for one of the teams. Uh, maybe, <laughs> like, maybe you don't care about the game at all. It just it feels like a Week 18 game, and I feel like I have a stronger betting opinion than the game that's like the all-in game where everything matters. Uh, I agree with a small point spread. If either team was ever three, I'd bet the plus three on the opposite side. We're never going to get that. And just intuitively, like I I just like Stroud a little more in the game than Minshew. And of course. And like they're and like yeah. they're favored by one on the road. So I kind of just agree with all this stuff. Um, you know, if forced to bet the game and it was Houston one, 
I'd probably bet Houston, and I would do so with a very, very, very low amount of confidence. We also have to talk about the total. This is a Steichen game, and it's not a Steichen game against the Raiders, who were, like, addicted to punting from midfield against Indianapolis and, like, never going for a fourth down. It's one of the reasons why when I brought up that over to you on Sunday, you go, you go, you go, I bring up the total on Sunday and you go, look, I know, man, but the Raiders, like, I don't think I can do it. (laughs) Like, to be fair, like, kind of, kind of played out that way to a certain extent with the Raiders decision making. That's not this at all. Uh, and I know the total's higher, obviously, too. I would never bet the under. And if forced to bet the winner of the game, like, I'll just bet Stroud and feel okay about it. But, like, this is not a game where I see the market and go, like, whoa, huge opportunity to, like, do something. Like, I don't know what the argument is that there's any difference, really, between these teams or that Houston's not just, like, marginally better. That's kind of how I view the teams also. Um, Just a couple injury things that we'll have to monitor throughout the week here on this game. Noah Brown and Robert Robert Woods less important to this than Noah Brown right. is, but with Tank Dell out for the season, um, Brown leaves Sunday's game. Zach Moss is back back at practice for the Colts and look like they already have Jonathan Taylor, obviously, but right. they're like it's a pretty lethal one-two punch and has been this sure. season. I I I think if Brown does not play and Woods does not play and Moss does play, I think the Colts will close the small, which is like, whatever. Quibbling uh, over and you, the, base or whatever. The trenches for the Texans too, right? They, um, what Malik, a couple of their defensive linemen got hurt, Malik Collins, and then Tunsil got hurt in the game too last week. Like, again, it's Tuesday. We don't know any of this. And oh, by the way, like once we find out, guess what's going to happen to the betting market? It's going to move based on whatever the practice reports are. But I guess my point would be like, I don't think any of this gets us to a team by three. So like it matters... But like, to what degree does it matter? Like, where I'm going to step in and make a bet if we get really positive negative injury news? That's that's my problem with this game. Like, I don't think it ever gets to three either way. And and then like, where am I? Even if guys are not playing in the game, my thought would be, and I agree 100 with what with something you said. I'm going to keep it simple here. Uh, Stroud and Minshew in a must win game. I'll take Stroud. And I, and if I'm wrong, I'm even wrong. on the road, and I don't live right. with it. Even on the even, road. Yeah. even on the road. And I will live with it, and I'll be totally okay with it. Uh, so I'll have a Houston ticket. I'm going to wait to see kind of how things go with injuries before I, I – I'm never going to, like, have to, like you – know, it's, it's not going to go to three or whatever. So I think I'll be good here to wait which, a couple days. Which side, which side would you rather tease if given the opportunity? Through three and seven. I don't think Houston – I'd rather tease Houston because you have Stroud. Yeah, I think he'll get you back. And the, the Colts are not a blowout team, like, ever. So, and Minshew could have, like, a four-interception game. Like, is Stroud yeah. ever doing that? Like, like who, who in, which team is more likely to win the game by 14? I think it's a very small chance for both teams, but I'll say Houston because they can generate Agreed. explosive plays a little bit better, probably. Um, even though Cod Indy was able to do that against the Raiders uh, in spades, which was pretty interesting. So, yeah, I think... I think I'm with you. It feels like a pretty interesting teaser game. Like, I just, and it's like Minshew Stroud with really high stakes. I feel like probably a little bit more conservative in the game, too. Like, feels feels like teaser legs are good on either side. It's just, are we ever going to get them? There is a one and a half on the board right now for Houston, which would allow you to tease through three and seven for Indy. I think that particular book charges a lot for the teaser, which is probably why they have no problem listing that. Um, so just something to keep it. I don't know if we're going to get teaser range on either, but to your point, and you, I'm glad you brought it up, the injury report here is is important and can really like determine like who is favored by one, one and a half for two when we get to the, the closing market. I, I also love how when we get to season's end, there's a chance that, like, the Browns and the Texans are just going to, like, sweep award markets, depending on how some of this goes here in Week yeah, you 18. Yeah, want to do a little bit of that? Uh, 
Yeah, let's uh, let's do it here. Um, from the Houston side, obviously, with C.J. Stroud, the favorite for Offensive Rookie of the Year. But, I mean, you were saying some stuff off-air that was pretty interesting, so I'd love for you to talk about it with Stroud and Puka for Offensive Rookie, where Anderson barely plays this past Sunday for the Texans against Tennessee, and basically every play does something impactful. Um, yep. His price shortens in the Defensive Rookie of the Year market were Jalen oh, Carter of Philadelphia. Yeah, but Jalen, Jalen Carter remains remains the favorite. And look, like I think you and I both feel like Coach of the Year is over. Like Evan Stefanski is going to yeah. win Coach of the Year. But I mean, this is like winner of this game makes yeah. the playoffs. Like with Gets with Steichen and Ryan. So, so yeah. talk to us about uh, awards here coming out of the Texans Colts game and what might happen. Any valuable bets you think are worth uh, placing now? Yeah, we have th- th- Thursday will be a lot shorter conversation. I think about some of these. Let's do MVP. Okay, that was great. 30 seconds later, let's do Offensive Player of the Year. 30 seconds later, let's do something else. Uh, there are four. I, I, was, I was telling you off air, I can't remember a final week where there were this many award markets where you didn't feel confident who the winner was. I think we have four that fit that description, which is crazy. There are only seven. Um, I do think one of the awards that's determined is Coach of the Year. That's just my opinion. Um, the, the betting market price now reflects that too. Stefanski's minus 1,000. Uh, the way I interpret this game is the winner becomes like one of the three finalists and will get some votes for the award but not win. Um, that's my interpretation just based on reading everything, uh, listening to people who vote, listening to people who typically reflect people who vote. It seems like even if you get a big pop out of this game, like D'Amico Ryans goes into Indy and goes forward on fourth downs and wins, like, okay, finalist for sure, gets some votes, tough to beat Stefanski, just based on, it feels like everyone's made up their mind already, and there are plenty of award markets where I don't feel like people have made up their mind already, uh, even though there are big favorites in those markets, offensive and defensive rookie of the year would be two good examples. So I think that's me on coach in this game. You, people can disagree, like, I, I don't have to be right, I'm playing it that way. So, like, I'm not betting Ryans or Steichen going into this game, I don't have a strong feel that if one wins, they're going to really, like, overtake Stefanski, but I do think it gets him in the top three. Get some finalist status, probably get the third most points, second most points. We'll see how the rest of the, especially with Campbell losing, get you like kind of in the mix where people will talk about you. And we'll see, we'll see what ends up happening with the voting. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. God, the Texans got all kinds of stuff going on this game. Uh, my sense is that Stroud is definitely still the more likely player to win of the two. I don't know if they lose here and if Nakua plays and plays well, which is going to be another part of this. We don't even know if he's going to play in the game. We think he is, but like we'll get to it. Um, if Stroud loses and Nakua plays really well, what happens? Three weeks ago, I would have said, who cares? Stroud wins anyway. And I don't feel remotely that confident in saying that right now based on what I hear and what I read from people. I think this is closer than the market has it. Is it worth betting Nakua? I think you have to know a lot more or have an opinion on this game, to be fair. If you really like Indianapolis, some of the matchups, just the way you think about the game, then Nakua is correlated, I think, to that result. I do think he has a path to win this award, and I don't know if he's going to win. I think Stroud is more likely to win, but it feels a little open. And to be fair, if it feels a little open and a guy's going to be 5-1, to one, maybe that's worth something, you know, just based on listening to a lot of people. So I think it got that got a little closer. I don't know if Nakua can actually do it, but I don't think it's done. And it's kind of priced like it's done, let's be honest. Uh, defense, you you said, Andrew, my favorite thing is the argument for Carter with like, you know, people on social media, whatever, last week was like, well, look at his price in the market. Like he's going to win dummies. And it's like, oh, cool. Look what happened when a guy had two sacks. Oh, isn't that interesting? Now oh, look at that. Like, oh, maybe, maybe award markets are actually really stupid. Maybe that's some part of it. So Anderson was 30 
Now he's three. Whoops. Uh, yeah, I just... The sense I get is, like, people would vote for Carter if given no other choice. If Anderson makes one, one, splash play in this game on national television, I think it's a coin flip or he wins. Uh, I don't know if he can do nothing and still win. I don't know if he's there yet. Like, Flacco had to beat the Jets to get there, where, like, the case is closed, it's being submitted to the voters, they make a decision. Anderson's not at the finish line yet, I don't think. It's incomplete. I think he has to do something else in order to make this really interesting and really carry through the recency bias that'll exist. Jalen Carter's playing at four o'clock in a game zero people are ever going to watch. Doesn't matter. Uh, Anderson's playing in a nationally televised game for maybe for the division. So that's that's pretty interesting too. So it's funny. It's, I feel like each player on the Texans is in a completely different place in their reward. The two rookies, Stroud, I think ahead or close and more likely to win, but maybe not by the amount the market implies. Uh, and closer than I would think at this point, based on what I've read. And I think Anderson is now starting to get priced how I think about it, which it's like, he's way closer. I think the people that talk about this award, people that bet the award are like, oh, it's Carter because the price is so big. People that actually talk about it and who they want to vote for, they don't say Carter. Like they don't, like no one, I don't think any, this is almost like nobody wants to do this. They just will be, if they're forced to, they'll give it to him because like it was just a bad year for defensive rookies. Anderson has to make it not a bad year. He has to make a splash play. Maybe they have to win the game. Well, I have money on him and I'd like to say in my best Hugo weaving voice on Saturday night, Mr. Anderson would be really, would be, would be really tremendous. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I, and I, I like the Texans in the game, just like Stroud versus okay. Minshew. And we'll talk about over the course of the week, like market entry and just, and by the way, cause this came out like while you were talking, Ken, which is the sequel to the critically acclaimed Sandra Bullock uh, vehicle while you were sleeping, which is while you mm. were talking. Um, we got a couple uh, notes from Texans like walkthrough today because obviously they're okay. playing on Saturday. Love a good walk. Uh, Noah Brown. Yeah, love yeah, a good Don't walk. run. Be- Take it slow. Beats the hell out yeah. of practice. Just walk. Yeah. Um, Noah Brown and Robert Woods both did not, would not have practiced today if this was like an actual practice for the Texans. So we'll, we'll hashtag monitor this over the course mm. of the week for the Texans receiving core. Um, I have the NFC South game section. Why, why don't we do Jaguars, Jaguars, Titans here? Will Anderson also okay. didn't practice. I think that's more maintenance than anything else. We'll, we'll see agree. over the course of the week. He's playing with an injury, what, what, clearly. Yeah. Why don't we do Jaguars, Titans here? I'll at least introduce the game. We can do it on the other side. So Jaguars win. And they are AFC South champions. Lose, and uh, we'll we'll basically like like see you next year probably for the Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars. So a massive game for Doug Peterson's team. They are right now five and a half point road favorites at Tennessee. Total in the game is forty. I'll hit all the injury stuff now, and then we can just talk about the game to start next segment. Sure. So the Jaguars are quote hopeful <laughs> that Trevor Lawrence will play. It, it feels like Lawrence is going to play in this game, but we'll see. I mean, we kind of like I've done the joke already, the myriad injuries, COVID-18, and what, et cetera, for, for Lawrence. Also, there's a chance, seems less than 50%, that Christian Kirk might be back in this game for the Jaguars, but less than 50%. Jamal Agnew's done for the season. And for Tennessee, Will Levis left Sunday's loss against Houston with a foot injury? Like, that's up in the air also. Will this be Levis or Ryan Tannehill for the Titans in the regular season finale? We'll talk about the game coming up next and the rest of the games in Week 18 in the NFL. Then to hour number two here on this Tuesday. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.